I'm a dude. He's a dude. We're three dudes. Saying stuff. And welcome to Dude Saying Stuff. It's the Draft Review Show. We're back, we're back, we're back. Yes, it's been long. I know y'all have waited to hear our voices for so long, and we're finally delivering. Um, We didn't want to wait another week. Um, And, you know, because we want to dig deep into this draft that we just had that was so glorious for some. Others, not so much. So we're going to get into that. Uh, But before we do, Jordan, it's Jordan's Corner. Thank you, Mike. I feel like we need a theme. I think we need like a theme song. Jordan's Corner. We'll put that in the next show, but I love the idea. So hello, everybody. It's good to be back. I'm kind of whispering because my kid is sleeping. So please, please enjoy my soft, sultry voice. Um, Yes. So uh, my corner today, it's all about college football. College football is back. I currently have four games on my screen right now at the same time. I've been rock hard since like six o'clock this evening because college football is back. I mean, what else can I say, guys? I mean. NFL's next week, college football's back, LSU plays Sunday night, which we're going to fucking dog walk, uh, dog walk the Seminoles. I mean, come on, let's go. Dog walk? Let's go. I'm not, I've never uh, heard of that term before. I've never heard of that term as well. Though. Dog walk, clap cheeps, curb stomp, whatever you want to call, say it, we're going to fuck them up, all right? This is revenge year. This is <laughs> Jaden Daniels' revenge year, and if he gets hurt, we got the Nuss bus to ride all the way to the championship. <laughs> all right. Well, you yeah. heard it here first. Yep. You heard it walk, here walk, first. Walk that dog. Um, <laughs> so we are going to go dive right into draft grades because I know that's what y'all been wor- doing. I mean, uh, waiting for. But <laughs> just uh, so everyone knows, we're not going to look at every single fucking pick. We don't have time for that. We have lives. Um, Thank God. But we will be highlighting four <laughs> picks, maybe a little a summary of how we feel, and then we will be delivering the grade. So with the first pick, Dom, you want to do the honors? I absolutely will. Uh, so the team that had the honor of having the first overall pick and getting the lovely Justin Jefferson was Mr. Jason and the Mars Red Rocks. Um, so from there, uh, I'll, have, I'll start off with some positivity. I uh, loved his 2-3 turn that came after that where he went with uh, Jalen Hurts and uh, Joe Mixon. Um, Jalen Hurts, of course, uh, we know what he did last year, uh, potential fantasy MVP implications for this guy with a super high floor and, of course, a very high ceiling. They're the favorite in the NFC, and their schedule, especially to start, is pretty cush. So he should start off great and continue to help carry his team, uh, as well as Mr. Joe Mixon that he got at the beginning of the third round. I just really think he's a great value, fallen because of a lot of talk off the field and potential um, penalties that may have come from that from the NFL. But nothing's come from that. And his team never invested in any high draft capital or made any moves to have anyone else in that backfield. It's all Joe Mixon. So it's a great value for a high volume and a pass-heavy offense with no competition. So... First three picks, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Hurts, Joe Mixon. Uh, hard to argue with any of those. I like all those picks. And then came the 4-5 or five turn, and basically his team went downhill from there. Um, the 4-5 or five turn, he went Kamara Kittle. 
So Kamara being a second running back that he took is suspended for the first three games. I just think that's way too early of a draft pick uh, to be taking your second running back. While Kamara could be great once he is back and playing and the Saints are projected to win their division and he's should be very good for fantasy, missing those first three games and spending that high of a draft capital, I just can't get on board with. Um, and then taking George Kittle ahead of Kyle Pitts or TJ Hawkinson or Dallas Goddard, all guys who I think are better or will be better than George Kittle for fantasy. Kittle's just been battling a lot of injuries of late uh, in recent years, and I don't think he's um, got that fantasy upside that we used to talk about him uh, in years past. So uh, after that, uh, his team, let's see, I'm looking at the other ones on here. And there's just not much to mention. And if we're just talking remaining draft grade here, the guy takes the first kicker of the draft with Justin Tucker. Yes, we all know Justin Tucker is great, but I don't care who you are. No kicker is worth taking in the eighth, ninth round turn. That is just absolutely ridiculous. I don't even know why we still have kickers in this league. I digress. And to round it out, he has a backup quarterback and a backup tight end on his bench, uh, which I think is just really dumb draft strategy overall for a 12-team league with only one QB and one tight end uh, starting positions. So, I mean, it's hard to mess up when your first three picks, they're going to be good. But outside of that, I really didn't like much of his team. Jason, I love the guy as a person. He's a great father to two cute little twin babies. However, a D grade is the best I can do for his draft. Ooh, 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 ooh. 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 All right. right. Uh, So real quick, Dom, shut up with the kicker. Kickers aren't going anywhere. They're here to stay. (laughs) I'm going to kick you in the dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> love you dom all right so and speaking of dom i have dom's team so uh i am honestly i think dom's team might be the team to beat this year or one of the top two teams um so obviously starting off with jamar chase there's really nothing else to say everybody knows what he's capable of especially if he has a healthy joe burrow back sooner than expect expected which i think joe was back at practice today or yesterday yep. So that's a good sign for the Bengals, good sign for Dom. And then he has, uh, obviously, another fan favorite, CD's Nuts. Um, He he could have, he possibly has two of the top five fantasy wide receivers on the same team. How we let that happen, I don't know, but uh, good for you, Dom. And then uh, my next two highlights real quick, obviously, Lamar Jackson. This is where I think the difference maker for Dom's team, if Lamar Jackson is elite, and the MVP Lamar Jackson we saw, what, two years ago? It will be very hard to beat Dom's team. If he gets hurt or, you know, just is subpar, maybe we might have a chance to beat Dom. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And then finally, Mark Mandrews. I think he was the, what was he, the second best or third best tight end on the board this year, not named Kelsey? Second. second. Yeah. So the best tight end, not named Kelsey. Obviously, um, one of Lamar Jackson's favorite targets. Obviously, you don't want to have two guys on the same team playing at the same time, but if you have to have two guys, two guys playing, Lamar and Mandrews are obviously a great combination to have. And then finally, 
The only weakness I can see is Dom, these running backs, which is why he knows he can give up CD Lamb and keeps trying to bother me and wants me to trade. Wants one of my starting running backs. He, he's diddling, Dom. I know you're diddling. And with that said, <laughs> I'm going to diddle you a B-plus grade because I think you have a very, very strong team. Um, I'm, I do not want to face you this year, but I'm going to have to, unfortunately. Yes, you will. That's typically how it works. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Thanks. Well, man. well, you know, n- now the spotlight gets put on you because I, I had the the pleasure of re- uh, mm. reviewing your team, and, and unlike uh, the previous two, I, I'm not going to pick the low hanging fruit of like the first four rounds. Uh, not unless it's a bad pick. I'm going to just typically those are good picks, so I'm not going to highlight those. So, but I want to highlight round four, Keenan Allen, which. This is the one where your computer froze. <laughs> it froze. And you so were pissed. freaking out. <laughs> I was so pissed. And you actually picked Keenan Allen. And you know what? I love this pick. <laughs> I love it. Uh, when he got back in from injury last year, he was True. literally like a top five wide receiver for the rest of the year. Of course, he was out like the first 11 weeks. But as long as he's healthy, that's what you get out of Keenan Allen. He's a, <sighs> he's a great safe floor. He has upside. Um, and I think what at that time that was your second wide receiver, I believe. So uh, yeah, that's why I, so, I like won my last seven games in a row that, that year. So there you go, including the postseason. And he he got auto drafted, so you know you shouldn't be so mad about that. You could have really <laughs> fucked that one up. I was so, mad at the time. Yep, I know you were. Uh, but <clears throat> let's let's highlight the one uh, that had me audibly yell fuck really loud, and that's Jahan Dotson. Um, <laughs> I was eyeing him on in round seven. I was like, he's gonna follow him. He'll he's gonna get to me. He's low enough down the thing. People aren't gonna, do, you know, go down. And somehow, you caught wind of that. I guess you caught my my whatever I was uh, letting off. Maybe some Yahan love. But the dude was a touchdown scoring machine last year. He's in the second year. Uh, you know, the only thing that sidelined him last. I mean. Messed up his trajectory, was a little bit of injury. Well, now Terry McLaurin has turf toe, which that can always linger a little bit. So Jahan is there to to basically become the number one, and I love Sam Howell. I think he is a great undervalued quarterback in fantasy. Um, I think he's definitely better than whatever the hell they had last year. Like they're not even – what was that the Carson Wentz? I don't even remember. Uh, the Taylor <laughs> Honey. It was, um, it was like four four quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah so I think that was a great pick at round seven. Um, that was probably where you had to get him. Definitely where you had to get him because I was going to take him. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I almost did not pick him, Mike. I was like, my finger was about to move down. I forgot who else it was, but I was like, you know what, Mike Mike or Dom's going to take this guy, so I had to grab him. Yeah. So and then. Uh, we'll do Daniel Jones. So Daniel Jones, he is probably one of the most inconsistent quarterbacks. He's going to give you 17 points one week and then a 40-burger the next. Um, mm. That's why he, he'll probably finish as a top-10 quarterback. But he has rushing ups, uh, a rushing floor, which is nice. And they do have a little bit of a weapon over there in Darren Waller now. So being that you picked in round eight for your quarterback uh, and where quarterbacks went a little fast in this this league um this year um i in fact all years it, it seems like just more quarterbacks coming off the board early um you know i think it was uh, not that bad then you have the bills defense 
what the hell were you thinking in round 10, the Bills defense? Um, Just want to set it and forget it. But they're not a set it and forget it defense anymore. They play against against Miami twice. Uh, Now they play against the Jets twice, who look like they have an offense. You know, and, you know, it's just you could have done better. Yeah, I think you could have got the Bills later. Um, So, but overall, I mean, I feel you have the ultimate upside running back in CMC. You have decent picks throughout. I'm actually quite impressed at how you typically go. Um, (laughs) And you you got Daniel Carlson. And I'm not going to highlight him because all you have to do is say his name. And so that helped you out. So you actually have been studying. Um, I'm trying. We're trying to rip out of you. What are you looking at? Because me and Dom feel like you you are looking at the same thing that we, we are um, in terms of the analysts, except for that defense part where you you definitely messed up. So yeah. I gave you a B minus. I've been studying, Mike. All right. I want yes, this trophy. I want this trophy. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. So and I gotta be and I gotta beat my wife. In fantasy football. Yeah, you better add that last part. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, you have to add that last part. (laughs) That was close. All right. On that note, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the fuckholes. Mr. Mm, Chris Meyer. My boy. In the four spot. (laughs) My boy. Um, Starts off with Austin Eckler. Great start. High volume. Potential RB1. Finished RB1 last year. Is that correct, Mike? Yeah, I believe so. Yep. Uh, going on to round two, a guy that I love, and I was hoping he fell back to me, but he came up two picks shy, Mr. Garrett Wilson. He was the 2022 Offensive Rookie of the Year, and this is while he was playing with a guy by the name of Zach Wilson, and of course, Mike the Great White uh, at quarterback. He's got a slight upgrade uh, now from those guys to you Mr. From, Aaron Rodgers. You mean from Zach Wilson, there's a downgrade. From Mike the Great White, I think, yeah, yeah, I think can, you messed that up in your in your analysis. Well, to be debated, but Aaron Rodgers is still, we'll say at least as good as Mike White was. Mm. Okay, okay, so with a Super Bowl a... ring already. Gotcha. All right, I'll allow it. <laughs> so we'll we'll call it a slight upgrade. Um, I had huge in my notes, but you're, fair enough. Moving on. Uh, Rodgers has compared this guy to another uh, great receiver who wears number 17 by the name of Devontae Adams. And they've already made a great connection in the preseason uh, last week where he threw him a back shoulder and Garrett Wilson just went up and got it. Um, These guys, uh, this combination really excites me this year. I think the Jets' offense is going to be great. We know their defense is great. And as our one and only Mr. Mike Belloc predicted, they're going to make it to the Super Bowl this year. Um, but love Garrett Wilson. Uh, great pick in round two uh, there for the fuckholes. But then in round three, it was a real head scratcher. It seemed like a value, but he picked Jonathan Taylor, who has not mm. p- played or practiced, I don't think, this preseason because one injury and two uncertainty what team he's going to be playing for. Um, lots and lots of dark clouds surrounding him. And it's hard to uh, put that early draft pick, like I mentioned earlier um, with Jason, on a running back that has so much uh, uncertainty and risk. Um, I mean, and after the draft, we find out that he's going to remain on the pup list because he didn't get traded, and he's going to be out for the first four games at least. And from there, who knows what's going to happen. 
Um, so it seems even worse now than when he initially drafted him. Uh, next, I'm going to go on down to round number seven, where he took DeAndre Swift. Now, Mike, don't bash me too much for saying Swift sucks, because I realized that that was the first running back I took in our dynasty draft. I know. And I called you but, out on it. I said I hated yes, that. Yes, you did. It's, it's not good. And it's unfortunate and this, as of right now, that's his number two running back. Like, he went Eckler to start, and then Taylor, who's out at least four games. And that's his number two running back right now. And he's part of a three- or four-back committee in Philadelphia. Um, the way they worked last year, I know Miles Sanders um, wound up being pretty good, finished for fantasy, but he, he didn't really provide much reliability uh, week to week. Uh, it is a great offense, but Jalen Hurts doesn't throw to – the running back um hopefully you know you can find an end zone because their offense does score so much i think that's what's going to be the make or break for swift is whether or not he can find the end zone because uh, i don't see uh, much upside outside of that moving on to the next running back um i'm just kind of picking this one spot and going in deep on his running backs here um but i do like this next one he picked elijah mitchell which he got in the ninth round, the hundredth overall pick in our draft. And today just came out that San Francisco wants to limit CMC's touches. We know CMC is still going to be great and potentially what? number one yeah. in you, fantasy. You just uh, <laughs> All right, think, hold on. <laughs> I think the CMC owner just, re- just found out this recent news. <laughs> I didn't see this. What the fuck? <laughs> yep. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to get him injured. And even <sighs> we saw it last year. He got less use than what we saw in Carolina. That's just how they do it. He's still going to get all or most of the volume and be very efficient with them. We know that. But Elijah Mitchell is going to get some valuable touches in an offense that loves to use the running back. Um, and he showed us uh, that he can still provide some good flex value as the number two uh, with San Fran. Um, overall, I think his, his draft was okay. Uh, I like the stack of Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley, who's getting a lot of camp hype right now, um, saying he looks really good and fast and a lot better than the other receivers in Jacksonville, which I don't know if that's hard to do. But Trevor Lawrence started taking a step forward at the end of last year. I think he'll continue to progress and get better. And uh, I think that's good. He's got a lot um, – some things to like, I, I, I started to say a lot, but that's incorrect. Some things to like here, again, we got another two QBs and two tight ends on the same team. Based on that, the best I can do for you, Chris, was a C-plus this year for the draft grade. That might be Ooh. the lowest he's ever gotten. <clears throat> Damn, he's not – Fuckles is not going to uh, respond well to that one. He – he risked it for the biscuit, and uh, yeah. it, it didn't work out for him. Yeah, I know. All right, so who do I have? All right, a Richard. Okay, <laughs> a Richard. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> All right, Evan Richard. How are you doing, Evan? Okay, so wait before Evan's you team... start, uh, Dom. You love how like we already had all our analysis in there, but all we see is now him clicking away and entering the picks now. Like, yeah, yeah, great. You know what? Great, great. He's a busy, he's a busy man. Yeah, great I've pre-work work there, dude. I've had a ton of prep, so forgive me, guys. Forgive me. I'm here for inter- for the entertainment value, not the stats and the and the intelligence. That's you too. <laughs> so, all right, Evan. So obviously, 
how can I not highlight our Lord and Savior, our love, <laughs> Joey B. Joey, Joey B. When he's healthy, he has a potential. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, probably the second best behind Patrick Mahomes, quarterback. Maybe not fantasy quarterback, but quarterback. So uh, hopefully he stays healthy this season. I would love to see the Bengals go all the way. Um, unfortunately, him being healthy also means Jamar Chase and Dom will have a good time this year. So it's like a double-edged sword there. Uh, moving on next, um, Tyree Kill. We all know what he did last season. I think like 10 games of the season, he was the number one fantasy wide receiver and had like, what, two touchdowns? One touchdown pass? Yeah. Or one touchdown mm-hmm. catch, I mean? Mm-hmm. It was it was an absurd stat line. I remember talking about it specifically on one of our pods last year at just how absurd Tyree Kill's season was without any touchdowns. So if he can, if he can copy that last year's season this year – and throw in, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten more, ten touchdowns. He will be the the wide receiver one, and uh, definitely something to look out for if you're playing Evan. And then my another pick that interested me, or I found interesting, is Michael Thomas. Fuck that bum. That bum's been sitting on the sidelines for like what three years? Three years. That's our guy, man. He That's our, our guy. He we paid him 115 million dollars, and then he, he just pretended he was hurt for four years. Like, look, the- look at this this amazing analysis. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> it will be interesting if Michael Thomas is back and healthy, and like he is what he is, what he was, you know, four or five years ago. That that will be a Big difference maker for Evan and his team. And then finally, Aaron Rodgers. We all know the 38-year-old QB went to the Jets. ESPN has been shoving it down our throats for the last three months. When the man takes a shit, he's (laughs) on the news. So if Aaron Rodgers is locked in and, like, can do what we know he can do, he might be a better quarterback than Joe Burrow. We don't know. He has some weapons around him. We know that I think the Jets have a great coaching staff. I think Aaron Rodgers is locked. I do think he's locked in this season. I don't know. how. I think he's taking fewer drugs this offseason. So <laughs> he might be prepped and ready to go. With that said, I'm sorry, Evan. Nothing nothing outside of, outside of these guys really excites me. I'm going to give you a C just because I want to give you a C. If your name was Richard, maybe you might, it wasn't Richard. I might give you a B. Well, if you didn't like that much besides four people and we have to get like 15, like a C is pretty generous. But all right. Yeah. <laughs> Next, Mike, I'm here for the entertainment. I know. I know. I, I, but I have to make sure when you, you talk stupid, I call it out. Um, That's fine. All That's right. Fair. Next is my week one opponent uh, is, is Ollie, um, the one who supposedly will not make the playoffs per uh, his, his offspring. Mm, um, this is a bold, bold prediction. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a bold prediction. You know, he did have the he did pick up the major tight end advantage, I believe, same as last year, which was Kelsey. But you know, we'll, we'll get into that later. But first, he his RB one he p- waited till round four, and he went with Rashad White. Which don't get me wrong, like Rashad White, I believe he's a safe volume uh, play for running back, but he's never going to be a running back one in my opinion, um, especially with all the hype that Sean Tucker is getting. Uh, who's apparently taking first team reps as well. Uh, but, you know, it's a safe volume play with some of his high upside players. Uh, he will be in the passing game, you know, because Baker does like to check it down. Um, so it's not terrible. There's other running backs I liked more 
um, such as like Damian Pierce, who was picked later, Alexander <clears throat> Madison. Uh, they're about equal. Kenneth Walker, I would have picked earlier, but uh, still safe, safe floor play. Then we have Justin Herbert in round five. Uh, if he didn't get injured last year, like I think he would have had a better year. Uh, I mean, he broke his rib in week two, so he did just – you almost call last year was a throwaway. Uh, but he has the weapons, and they drafted another one, um, another one in Quentin Johnston. And then he still has Austin Eckler. So he has <laughs> the weapons to become the number one quarterback in fantasy. Um, mm-hmm. He had, he rushed before in his rookie year. If he puts that back in his arsenal, we all need to watch out. Um, so it, it was a good, like Herbert was basically the line to where it was like, if I don't get at least Herbert as my quarterback, I'm waiting on, waiting on a uh, quarterback position. So I think Ollie found a good one there. Um, then round six, he grabbed David Montgomery. Uh, David Montgomery has his running back two. Again, kind of a four floor play. I mean, people are really looking at uh, Jameer Gibbs as like the flashy toy that they just drafted. But Jameer Gibbs is a tiny, tiny guy. David Montgomery got a lot of money in the offseason to take the Jamal Williams role. And as we all remember last year, Jamal Williams like got 18 touchdowns from like the three yard line. Like the dude just was scoring touchdowns constantly so he gets to get that workload and i believe david montgomery is a better running back than jamal (laughs) williams in terms of athlete so it's not bad as a safe running back too so he kind of went for the the, a mild zero uh, rb approach and he got two kind of safe volume plays at running back uh but then i'm going to highlight round 13 where he picks another tight end and Dalton Kincaid, who is a rookie. Um, but you already have Travis Kelsey. Um, why? <laughs> uh, it doesn't make sense. You don't need another tight end when you have Travis Kelsey. Um, I think. Mike, can I ask a question? What? Are you just a little mad because Kincaid didn't fall to you? No, I'm mad because I wanted La- Laporta. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't Sam get Laporta? Yeah, and I was pissed. I was picking. I was going to pick Laporta that same round. But um, the only uh, the, the the reason I said it is because you're looking for someone who's the second kind of target when it's a tight end, and I don't think Kincaid's that in Buffalo. Uh, it goes Diggs. I still think Gabe Davis gets a lot. I think uh, Cook will get a couple drop downs, maybe not too much, and then he throws the slot. So unless Dalton plays completely in the slot, which they have talked about him playing in the slot. I, I don't know how well of a pick that was. Um, but, I, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, hell. I, I'm just saying, if you have Travis Kelsey, you don't need a second tight end. Um, and even though uh, Dom disagrees, I think two tight ends in 12 teams okay if you pick one late, if they're most likely to become the second in targets on their team. And I felt Laporte was one of them. But he has a major advantage at tight end. He has a killer wide receiver combo. I believe it's Amaras St. Brown and uh, I forgot who the other one was uh, off the top of my head. But uh, I know he got two great ones. So, you know, he's going to be able to compete like every year. It's just what he does. Uh, he has DK Metcalf. That's who's his second uh, wide receiver. So I gave him a B as a grade. All right. So, 
Well done, Ollie. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to get a B from Mikey B. Um, so much respect there. I mean, I gave, I've given two right. Oh, I will point out, I did make sure I gave him a B to be slightly higher than Jordan, who's a B. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. <laughs> uh, no, he's not making the playoffs. I mean, it's, it's happening. All right. Ooh. More competition this year. I'm back. I, I studied. I studied, yeah. I, you know. Coach By more competition, league. he means his wife's back in the league, and yeah. she picked up right where she left off. Um, <laughs> I think she had a really good overall draft. <laughs> I'll say that to get started. Uh, starting with Derrick Henry, Josh Allen, Devonta Smith. Um, not going to go in details. Everyone knows these guys are great. Um, so that's a good way to start each of those positions. First guy I'm going to talk about from there will be Miles Sanders that she got in the fourth round. Uh, I think this is a great RB2. I think RB2 is safe for Miles Sanders to hit this year. Uh, new offense, leaving Philadelphia, going to Carolina with a rookie QB. Uh, I think he's going to be a huge, huge volume and opportunity monster for this offense. And we know that Carolina used the running back a lot, and Miles Sanders has proven himself, and I think he's going to be great this year. So, mm-hmm. round four, yep. excellent. Good pick. Good pick. Next guy that I liked on her roster was Mr. Tyler Lockett in fifth round. Over the last five seasons, I don't know if you all know this, but Lockett has been a top 25 receiver every year. Y'all believe that? Uh, I think she had Lockett on her team two years ago when she was in the league. So, yeah. she's a well, big Lockett fan. Pop, pop he's still producing. Lock it in. <laughs> We'll see if that continues this year. He will have some more competition with arguably the most talented wide receiver in the draft and Jackson Smith and Jigbo going to Seattle as well. But until that happens, um, we know him and Gino have a good rapport and he's going to get a good amount of volume. Uh, He's consistent and often underrated and overlooked, and that's why I think he falls into like the fifth round or later in drafts. So liking this pick here. Moving on to round six, uh, Dallas Goddard. Uh, I think he is a lock to be a top five tight end this year. Being on the great offense, uh, we know Jalen Hurts uh, loves to go to him as well. But on the downside of Goddard, I don't love it for her team because she has Devonta Smith, the wide receiver for Philadelphia. Philadelphia, and playing them together each week while they are a great offense, it's hard to get uh, the best upside with both of those guys playing uh, in the same game together. It's unlikely both are going to like score a touchdown in the same game. It can happen, but odds are less likely. Um, lastly, I'll talk about Mr. Brandon Ayuk from the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, he seems to be a favorite target of Brock Purdy, obviously, and the San Francisco offense is great. Um, Ayuk may be a better pure receiver than Debo Samuel, uh, both guys, I think, will have pretty good value and do well this year for fantasy. Um, I like IU there, getting him in the seventh round. He could easily be a wide receiver, too, uh, for fantasy this year. Overall, looking at her team, she's got a lot of wide receiver, two in general, like the number two wide receiver for the offense in Philadelphia, Seattle, San Francisco, Baltimore, and the Chargers. Uh, she doesn't have a true number one receiver, but overall, I think she did a pretty good job of drafting uh, this year, and 
she's got a couple of good w- rookie wide receivers too that people are talking about with a lot of potential. Zay Flowers in Baltimore and Quentin Johnson uh, for the Chargers. So welcome back to the league, Sam. Well done. I'm hitting you with a B on the draft grade. Which is better than Jordan. B for bad. <laughs> better than Jordan. Mm, all right. So I have the the honor and privilege of inter of reviewing <laughs> interviewing reviewing Zach Eli's team. And Zach, my friend, let me you're guess. Not, you're not gonna name minus this year. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So starting from the top, Deshaun Watson. Dude, what are you doing? This guy plays for the Browns. We all know – who would pick a Browns quarterback on their team regardless of name? You put Tom Brady in the Browns, and he's going to be a dog turd. I'm sorry. They're just they're just a quarterback black hole. Every QB there sucks, and Mike, especially Deshaun Watson. do you agree with me that this is a bad take? Uh, he didn't look great last year. I mean, it's – I'm not – you know what? I disagree with – it's a bad take that every QB that goes into a Browns uniform is dog shit. Because believe it or not, Jacoby Brissett did pretty damn good last year. <sighs> the Browns, okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'm just but still, I'm just saying. The Browns have like every. I don't know. Keep going. Keep going. Johnny Manziel, Baker Mayfield. Oh no, they have a horrible track record. I'm just saying. Yeah, horrible not track record. Everyone, but okay, but yeah, going Deshaun, off here. Deshaun looked like shit when he came back. But... Yeah, he looked really bad. Maybe maybe a year in the off season or you know an off season to kind of get up to speed with his players and stuff. Maybe I'll bring him back, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I do like your running back combo here with Saquon Barkley or Ramondre Stevenson. I think both those are pretty good picks. But then Zach, I don't know. Nothing else really excites me. Cooper Cup, he's injury prone. I don't think he's going to have the season he had. Two or three years, two years ago, when Jo had him, because uh, that was just an absurd year for Cooper Cup and Jo. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, he's probably washed now. He's got Dom thrown to him in Tennessee, so nothing great coming out. Nothing great there for me. I just, I don't know. I, I don't have much to say here for this for your team, Zach. I'm sorry. I'm going to give you a C minus, just because I don't find it exciting this year. Not as exciting as last year's A minus team. Guy, Mike, what do you think? <laughs> Honestly, la- this team deserves more of an A minus than the dog shit he drafted last year. <laughs> I don't know. They're both pretty bad. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> uh, I actually thought he did. You... I thought he did pretty good. He got some good you... values. He did get some good values. But... He did. He did. His running. He has very. I think he has very very strong he's... running backs. Yeah, um... he probably have the the best quartet or even five uh, with a safe. You know. You know, yeah, safety net of Brian Robinson, but I mean, J.K. Yeah. Dobbins is high upside. Najee Harris yep. as a running back three is awesome, but yeah, the Cooper Cup um, is a little <clears throat> scary now because you know they said he got a setback today. It's like, damn mm-hmm. it, him, him and yep. Chris got nothing but bad news this uh, past couple of days. So, I just, I don't know, I don't understand how you draft better in a twelve-team league than you do in a ten-team, ten-team league. But Zach figured it out. Uh, uh, well. You know, he, he didn't want to finish last again, so he probably C finally minus. studied. C minus. Uh, C minus. All right. Yeah. Well, next is our champion. Um, I, that's so mm. weird to say. It's I, so weird. I had, to, I had to get another drink before I, I actually had to say it. Um, all right. J.O., you know, he started off. He's now 
not drafting and manages his team with his wife. He's on his own. Um, and he goes round four, uh, and that's where his first running back came. And he picked Aaron Jones. I, th- I like it. I like it a lot. If you're going to go kind of, you know, going to wait on the running back, Aaron Jones has shown that he can be an RB1. Jordan Love is unproven. I guess he's been in the league for like, what, two or three years? Four years, I think, actually. But he hasn't really started. He hasn't started. Therefore, he's unproven. I believe they're going to rely on the run game. Aaron Jones has that uh, home run ability. We've seen it every year for the past four or five years. So I like the pick if you're going to go. You're going to go that route of waiting on a running back. Um, I think he fell to him at the perfect time. Then round seven came, and he picked Kyle Pitts, which I just – no. Just no. He, it's not good, all right? I don't like it because the Atlanta Falcons are going to run the ball. I mean – Bijan. Bijan, Bijan, Bijan. Bijan's Dijon. I mean, uh, Desmond Ritter, I, I, okay. I just – if you're going to pick a tight end, I wouldn't have picked him at seven when you could have other wide receivers. I mean, you passed up wide receivers like – uh, Terry McLaurin, Cortland Sutton, uh, Christian uh, – he picked Christian Kirk later. I'm sorry. George Pickens. They could have picked a running back, Khalil Herbert. Like, there were so many other pick picks he could have got and got a tight end later that I think would have been better. Um, you know, there there was definitely better tight ends, in my opinion, uh, that were available uh, later on. I just don't trust he's – a, he's a great athlete. I'm sure he is. He's better. He's a better athlete than I am. I understand that. But in that offense, where they're not going to run a lot, I mean, not pass a lot, I think at round seven was too rich. You're basically drafting for potential here, and he's already proven at least the last two years it can't get done. So I, I just – I'm not going to enjoy doing it the third time. Um, in round 12, he you know, he took a flyer. Yes, it's a name we know, and it's it's OBJ. Um, but there's no wide receiver one in that room yet. That's defined. So why not take a shot? You know, at that point, you're just throwing darts anyway. So I don't hate the pick. You know, if he has any gas left, you know, he, he, he could easily, you know, make some noise in that offense. However, if he doesn't, it only cost a round 12 pick. It, it was a dart throw. And he has the potential to become the one in that offense because nothing is defined. But then, on the other hand, in round 11... He picks Michael Gallup, who, in my opinion, is definitely the number three behind CDs and uh, Brandon Cooks. And then you got Tony Pollard there. So to me, he's possibly the fourth option. And we mm. know uh, Prescott likes to throw to the tight end. So <clears throat> Ferguson could be ahead of him as well. So I think at round 11, he definitely did not have a good pick there with Gallup. He could have picked um, – Bigsby, DJ Chark was a chance to be a number one. Nico Collins who could be the number one for Houston. Not great teams, but at least you know they're the ones and then getting volume. Um, Alan Lazard, Romeo Dobbs, uh, these were all better picks than Michael Gallup, in my opinion. I just, you know, I just don't think he's gonna be better than CD's Lamb. CD Lamb, Lamb and uh, <laughs> he got me like automatically saying it now. CD Lamb and uh, Brandon Cooks. So. He had a mild zero RB approach, which would have came out better if he would have grabbed grabbed at least an elite quarterback or tight end. 
and would have had more running backs. You only have three running backs on your roster. Another reason why you shouldn't have picked someone like Kyle Pitts in round seven. Um, so with that, I'm giving you a C plus. Our champ mm. gets a C, but a C plus. For see you in the championship again. And not with that grade. <laughs> oh, a lot of talk. Let's see if we can back it up. I'll really go ahead and review Mike's team now, the Buff Lesbos. As we know, often a perennial contender. Uh, last year, not so much. Um, this team, I have to say, Mike, is a pretty good draft overall. Yep. yep. Um, gets Nick Chubb to start off at the number 10 pick, and then he gets fucking Bijan. Bijan Robinson, uh-huh. a generational uh-huh. talent that we all know and maybe not love yet, but we all will love him soon. Are you kidding me? End of the draft here, Kurt, Desiree, how did you let this happen? And the people before Mike, Bajan should have been taken arguably at number six or seven at the latest. He falls to the second round. Lucky bastard, Mike. Good for you. Moving on. I'll move on to his round four pick where he went with an early tight end in Darren Waller. Uh, like this pick consider him a Mark Andrews light and with the potential of being the number one target for Daniel Jones. Uh, can you name any other New York Giants starting wide receivers? Jordan, go. Give me one. Uh, Odo Beckham. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't think most people can name I can do one it. of their starters. I, I can Mike, do it. No, no right. stop it. This, okay. is, this is in your favor. You can't right. name any. Okay. <laughs> Darren Waller is most likely going to be the number one target there. And all he does is run routes. He doesn't pass block. I don't know the exact statistic that I remember hearing, but it's some crazy thing where he's just out there running routes. And that's what you want specifically for a fantasy tight end. Uh, Moving on to round five, uh, Justin Fields. Great pick. He's got my heart. I know he's got a lot of people's uh, hype this year with the potential uh, or projected to make the Jalen Hurts type ascent this year and take that step up. We already know how well he can rush the ball and his passing couldn't get much worse. So that's reportedly supposed to have improved this off season. Um, I just think he's potential fantasy MVP type of guy here getting in the fifth round. Uh, I don't think he'll be going that low. If he does what he does this year, he'll be drafted up in the second, third round and years to come because he's that kind of cheat code for fantasy football. Um, Outside of that, he's got a lot of floor because he got so many good freaking running backs to start off with. He's got a lot of high floor and often overlooked uh, wide receivers on his team. I know he doesn't love them, but I think they'll get the job done with the rest of his team build. Guys like Amari Cooper, uh, he's the number one in Cleveland. He's going to get the volume, and he's steady producing. DJ Moore, he's got a new home who he, he's going to get to pair with uh, his quarterback, Justin Fields, for a nice stack. And I they look good in the preseason. Well. They look yeah, good in the preseason, already, by the way. They've already made a few big plays in the preseason. That's right. Mike Evans, nobody wants to talk about him, but what does Baker Mayfield like to do? Throw the ball deep. And what does Mike Evans excel at? Catching deep balls. So I think these are all good values here. Um, 
I'm not going to suck him off too much harder uh, from here. <laughs> I'll go ahead and mention his flex running backs, uh, Gibson and McKinnon, pass catching running backs that I think he could fill in a flex position if he doesn't want to put a wide receiver there. Overall, great draft, Mikey B. And by your namesake, you get a B, a B plus. Sounds good. All yeah, right. Good, solid team, Mike. I think uh, the Bijan thing, Dom hounded on it enough. How they let they let that happen, I don't know. Technically, I, I passed on him too, but I, I, I love Chubb. Yeah, well, you know, you got him anyway. Yep. All right, so I have a fan favorite, crowd favorite, fantasy favorite, K-Bag. Um, looking at your team, you know, so starting off <laughs> – Starting off here with with Tua, I don't like the pick. I think his brain is mush, and I just think he's going to get hurt again this season. Just the dude is unfortunately <laughs> cursed with just terrible, terrible, terrible injuries. Like he's had a, a season-ending injury for what's going back to Alabama like every season since he was a senior at Alabama. So yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just laughing that you wrote in the doc CTE. <laughs> that was good i'll give you that i mean kurt i i feel i feel you're gonna need a quarterback probably later in the season you're probably not gonna get one off waivers i have dak prescott i'll trade you dak prescott for tony Proker and uh tony pollard and Devontae adams just fyi anyway that was my shameless plug for a trade. <laughs> Speaking of Tony Pollard, he is now the number one guy in Dallas. Um, I had him last season. He was an unbelievable pickup for me. The guy, I think, had a couple of 30-point games, especially late in the year, maybe even a 40-point game or two. He was huge out of the backfield. He was also huge in the in the receiving game out of the backfield for the Cowboys. So will that continue this year for Dallas? I don't know. It's possible. Um, if it does – Tony Pollard could be, I think he could be a top five running back if he gets that same kind of uh, performance that he did last season. Um, and, you know, looking back down your list, Kurt, Devontae Adams, we all know what he can do. Um, he, he's wide receiver one in, in Las Vegas. The Raiders. I can't be too loud with that. And uh, I don't know, looking back down, dude, you have four Denver players. Four Denver players. What are well you Well done, doing? Kurt. What are you doing drafting all these players out of out of Denver? I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't know. With that said, I, I can't dive any deeper into it. I'm going to give you a C. A C for can't draft anyone else but Denver players. <laughs> Sean and, Payton. And, and C.T. Ua. <laughs> Sean Payton, dude. He, uh-huh. he can turn it around. All right. Uh, and then coming up the rear uh, – Ooh, ooh. Desiree. Ooh. Mm. Desiree. I-, I tried to be kind. So, mm. so welcome bad. to the league, Desiree. Before welcome he goes to too far. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome. welcome to the league. Don't take this too badly. Um, you started off the draft with, uh, believe me, as drafting you know near you, I loved it. Um, but for your team, um, I like Chris Olave. I really do. He's not worth a first round pick. You passed up, as the aforementioned, um, you passed up uh, Bijan Robinson. You passed up, um, oh my Devante. God, Devonte. You passed up on a lot of good players. I think Alave, he was worth a second rounder, but late second round. I think he picked 
He passed up really. AJ Brown. Yep. I don't want to get too. I don't want to turn the knife too much, but he wasn't worth a round one pick. Um, even if he went two one, I would have still not liked it. Um, Mike, I hope he proves you wrong. I, we I all think. do. We all do. Yeah. I, he has the ability to do it. I just felt like there was more guaranteed uh, um, talent there, or I guess opportunity. Then, then I'm going to highlight Jordan Addison in round five. I like Jordan Addison. Like they throw the ball a lot. He's a number two. You know, uh, JJ is going to get a lot of attention, which is just makes just that underneath to Addison just eat. Like Thielen did well when he was there. Um, so Jordan Addison is a good pick. Not in round five. Um, I'm sorry. There was just so many other options. I think you could have gotten Addison possibly two rounds later. Um, even more uh, potentially like maybe round nine, 10. I know he was very low in the ADP for um, ESPN. So I think he could have gotten him later. Uh, I just, I just not a fan of just reaching that high Cortland Sutton in round seven, again, a little bit of a reach, but with Jerry Judy lingering with a hamstring and hamstrings tend to linger Cortland apparently looking good in camp. So uh, it's not terrible. But I do see as a reach. But Jonathan Mingo was a good pick. Um, you know, you got the ghost of Adam Thielen still going around. You got DJ Chark who's constantly <laughs> injured. So Mingo has the chance to become the number one in the Carolina offense. Um, it's a good late round flyer. Um, you know, I, what I think and my my theory is is I think you read an article on the best sleepers for fantasy football uh and you picked you went for them just went for all of them yeah but three rounds early uh, unfortunately where for sleepers the best part of them is you can get them at a at a low price um <laughs> but you paid for premium um so you just gotta hope that, that they they pan out uh not saying the team can't do it um and i don't like your players it's just i think you went a little bit high on them there was a lot of reaches also, we're in a one QB league, one tight end league. We already mentioned, you know, I'm okay with two tight ends. Dom doesn't think so. But two QBs, three tight ends, mm. those are considered onesie positions. Rough. You got your be- your bench is taken up by a lot of players you can't play. Um, so with that being said, um, not the lowest grade, not the lowest grade, but you're tied for it. Uh, a D. <laughs> I gave a D. Um, so, um, welcome to the league. Prove me wrong. Um, we were, we were very, very, uh, very, very, you know, happy that you're here. So (laughs) now for the random question, um, we're going to pick our bet, our favorite movie music. Uh, It can be theme song or it can be a score. As in, like the instrumental. Um, Just music. Say music. Then music. I said movie, movie music. What's the difference between theme and fucking score? I already just explained it to you, dude. Uh, go look back in the text. God, you bitch about everything. Um, so, <laughs> with me, I'm picking, uh, since I was last to pick in the draft, I'll pick first here. I just want to pick it because I love this theme song or whatever, music score. Uh, it's the Jurassic Park theme song. 
I don't know why I love it so much, but to me, it's just, it's amazing. Um, it doesn't match the movie at all, but maybe that's why I like, like it. It's a, it's a movie about dinosaurs breaking out in a theme park. And, uh, it's such a, it's just a, such a beautiful. Uh, that's the beginning. It's not even to the best part. If you're going to. Damn it. Oh, there it is. Is that it? Yeah. That one? Yeah. Similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, good. there's a, it, it builds up. So, it is very good. So Jordan, <laughs> yeah, you're next. All right. So just for the record, I definitely had the best picks here out of, out of the three of us. Yeah. These two other losers can't compare. We have, we have one pick. Okay. I have one pick. My one pick is the Top Gun intro. I mean, Danger Zone, come on. How do you beat the intro with the, with the, the planes flying around the music and the, they're on the aircraft carrier and the jets taken off and, you know, Tom Cruise is looking hot, even though he's not in the, in the intro, but he's still looking hot. I mean, come on. Top Gun intro, <laughs> Danger Zone, nothing screams awesome man boner. Yes, awesome man boner masculinity <laughs> like the Top Gun intro. I mean, how do you beat it? Shout out do to Twister. A, you got a friend in need. Do we have a, a shout or a, a clip of your song? <laughs> Oh, uh, I can, no, I can no, pull it no, up. No, 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 too late. You see, you don't even like yours enough to even find the clip. Dom, you're up. All right, with my pick, um, maybe it's just the time of year that's got me feeling this way. Your kid is sleeping. Jesus Sorry. Christ. That was loud. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, back to my pick. Just the time of year. Jordan, if you want to go ahead and get this queued up. Um, I don't know. Football is back in the air. LSU's playing this Sunday night against Florida State. And the song right here that really gets me fired up from the, the Rocky Three soundtrack, The Eye of the Tiger. We all know and love it. Uh, let's enjoy this for one second. <laughs> is that, <laughs> is that that's, re- that's, that's from the third Rocky? Yeah. It's not from the first? Yep. Okay. Uh, is it from? Yeah, it's from Rocky Four. I saw it's three Rocky. on my on my research. It says Rocky Four on the on the album cover, but maybe it's both. It's such a good song. It could be all four Rockies. It's great. Great song. Excellent movie. Gotta love Eye of the Tiger. Uh, any honorable mention, boys? Uh, we wrap this up. Yes, uh, I'll go quick. Um, Ghostbusters, Lose Yourself, um, Jaws, and then. Uh, Jordan will give me shit, shit, but this is about the music, not the movie. Kiss from a Rose by Seal from Batman Forever. Fuck you, Jordan. <laughs> Lame. All right, so I have uh, Duel of the Fates, Darth Maul fight scene from Star Wars, Toy Story, You Got a Friend in Need, and Titanic, My Heart Will Go On. Lame. Uh, you're lame. Did you say you got a friend in need? You don't even know the lyrics. Whatever. You know, you got a friend in need. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, all right. <laughs> You got a friend in me. <laughs> Whatever. That's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you, Dom? Dom? Any? Uh, other honorable mentions. Happy from Despicable Me Too. Again, it's about the music, not the, not the movie. That song just puts a smile on my face. Can't help but dance when I hear it. Um, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing from uh, Armageddon. So good. Classic good Aerosmith. That is a good song. song. There. And then some just good music. Uh, from the movies of Harry Potter and Pirates of the Caribbean. Just some great scores there uh, that are definitely worth mentioning. Yep. All right. Well, 
we just about hit our hit our limit. And uh, guys, it was a great draft review, and uh, you're gonna hear us soon, hopefully, for a uh, week one preview. So yeah, oh, yeah, if you don't like our grades, that's tough. If you want to call us out, make some water bets or other general side bets on the season or matchups as they come around. We're here for it. Fantasy is about fun. Let's have some fun, boys. It's yeah, back. football is, is back. This is just your foundation. How you manage the team is how you really win the win the league. Um, and all, as he mentioned, if you don't like it, you can provide feedback. Send in a comment. We'll play it on here. Say whatever the hell you want. You know, Jordan's grades suck. We got it. So, <laughs> yeah, have a good night, everybody. And, uh, you know, good luck. We're coming up to the football season. Let's go. See you guys. Later. Later, dudes.